You're tuning into Bürgermeisterin, the ultimate destination for all things stories and gossips in and about Luxembourg. I'm Julia, your guide on this audio adventure, and I can't wait to dive into today's episode with you. Today we've got the Petrus Casemates. They were closed to the general public for a while before they reopened at the end of spring 2023. And oh, the tales they tell! These ancient fortifications have a history that takes us back to the time when the Spanish decided to modernize the medieval fortifications. Because who needs old and boring walls when you can have San Sebastians, right? Let's rewind to 1644, when those Spaniards were feeling adventurous. Under the watchful eye of the Swiss fortress builder Isaac von Treibach, they got to work. Among their ambitious defense projects was the magnificent Bag Bastion, and I the power of a good bastion. They named it after Governor Baron Johann von Bag. Now picture a triangular construction that still stands proudly today. It's a rare gem among fortifications, my friends. All that effort was put in for a reason, y'all. Because the siege of Luxembourg 1684 was coming in fast. It's a story of Louis XIV, the I'm the state guy, I can only imagine the size of his ego, and his rentless pursuit of that oh-so-fashionable city. Picture this. Louis, the husband of Maria Theresa of Spain, just couldn't resist the allure of Luxembourg, which technically belonged to the Holy Roman Empire, but was being, quote-unquote, held hostage by the Spanish. Now, the fortress of Luxembourg wasn't exactly Fort Knox, if you know what I mean. It didn't have state-of-the-art defenses. Instead, it relied on its location, which was apparently its only redeeming quality. And voila! After all the noise that started in 1683 with the War of Reunions, the war that Louis specifically started to conquer Luxembourg, the siege of 1684 ended with a whimper, not a bang. The French let its garrison leave with a handful of survivors, their horses and weapons. Meanwhile, the city must have looked like Swiss chase, with more than 55 bloody southern holes from French artillery shots. In the end, this siege was like an extravagant shopping spree for Louis, but it cost him a pretty penny, 373 southern livres to be exact. After capturing Luxembourg, the French decided to go on a sightseeing tour, taking down some fortifications here and there, out of spite, I guess. The best part? Monsieur Vauban, architectural mastermind of the time, was in charge of the siege from the French side and chose the front of the plane as the main point of attack. That's exactly where the back bastion was. The bestest part? He rebuilt it himself in 1685 after the French army made absolute ruins out of it. I guess that's… fair? Originally, this bastion was as high as the adjacent terraces on the right. With a flick of his architect's wand, he raised the bastion to the present level of Constitution Square, towering 27 meters high. Waban knew how to make a statement, eh? He put his mark on all the Petrus fortifications and even built the small staircase. Because let's face it, every fortification needs a fancy staircase. It's all about making a grand entrance. 
Fast forward to 1728 29, when the Austrians decided to join the party, and they added the Bourbon Lock and the large staircase. Clearly, they knew that bigger is better when it comes to fortifications, qua! And in 1746, they gifted the world with the moiety casemate of the Petrus battery. 54 gun emplacements, my friends. That's a lot of firepower. Luxembourg was on a roll. They expanded and reinforced the fortress. The second reign was extended and the third reign began. The Gibraltar of the north, the fortress of Luxembourg, that is, was born. Who needs a small and inconspicuous fortress when you can be the talk of the town? But alas, as time went by, the Petrus fortifications lost their shine. They fell into oblivion and neglect. Their strategic importance faded and they became nothing more than walls in the valley. In 1933, however, they had their moment to shine again. On that fateful day, July 26, the first visitors were welcomed to explore the forgotten tunnels. It was a grand reopening, a chance to rediscover the secrets of the past. Before reopening this year, the government decided to add some spackles, quite literally, thanks to some cutting-edge audiovisual wizardry conjured up in cahoots with the mastermind Tito Bruzzi Sanzerian, interior architecture and art design company from Munich, the Casamades de la Petrus got a dazzling makeover. Brace yourselves for a sensory roller coaster as these ancient rocks are set to unleash a symphony of light and sound that will make you feel you're at rock and roll concert. Get ready to witness those stone-cold Casamades turn into chatty time-traveling vacanteurs. So, dear adventurers, it's a journey back in time where you can walk in the footsteps of the mighty Vauban himself. Just watch out for the loopholes and hidden entrances that were once sealed up. They might still hold some surprises for you.